Welcome to the State Bar of Texas podcast, your monthly source for conversations and curated content to improve your law practice with your host, Rocky Deer. Hello and welcome back to the State Bar of Texas podcast brought to you in partnership with the Legal Talk Network. You know, we are here at the State Bar of Texas annual meeting in 2018 in Houston, and there's a lot of stuff you can learn at one of these conventions. And one of the things that I'm learning about, ironically, is about podcasting. So it's not just, the podcast is not just providing you information about other areas of law. Sometimes we talk about podcasting and where podcasting can get you. I've got two very special guests with me. I've got Teresa Waldrop and I've got John Strohmeyer, both from Houston. We've got two Houston kids here with us. So welcome, both of you. Thanks. Thank you. So now, you guys are pretty familiar with podcasting, from what I'm told. Yes. Yes, very. Uh, I think we were competing earlier before we got started on who is actually the bigger podcast fanatic. I, I think it's John. <laughs> I will accept that. Are you guys podcast super fans? Is this like a super fan thing? Yes, it, I'm a Probably fanatic. obsession is, might be the better way to put it at this point. Really? Yeah. Obsession? Obsession. I uh, Right now, we, just before we got started, I checked. I'm currently subscribed to 95 different podcasts. Wow. Teresa, how about you? Have you, have you counted? It, not 95, but um, it's, 94? it's up there. Um, <laughs> close. <laughs> wow. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the types of content you guys are looking for on these podcasts. What, do you, what kind of podcasts are you guys listening to? Well, I'm interested in technology and how that impacts the law and my practice, practice management. Um, and what do you, you're a family lawyer. Yes, divorce lawyer. Oh, divorce. Not, yes. not, not all a family, divorces. Well, I do, uh, I do more than just divorce, but divorce makes it pretty clear. <laughs> you know, when family law encompasses um, lots of different things, so primarily divorce. And you're like, this is divorce, this is <laughs> yes. it. Okay, okay. And, and so how have these, these podcasts helped you in your practice? Well, in terms of practice management and books, I listen a lot to the Kennedy Mile um, podcast. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, and so that's actually my favorite. And then I also listen to um, Sharon Nelson and her podcast with Jim Calloway and also with uh, Mr. Simic, I think is his last name. And so they give me ideas on electronic evidence, you know, um, and uh, some of the interviews that they do with people like Craig Ball, who is also speaking. Speaking here. Yes, um, indeed. We know Craig. Yeah. So, um, you know, capturing uh, electronic evidence, um, cyber insurance, um, you know, things like that. Practice management types of tips, um, tools, apps, you know, that I might be able to use in my practice. Have you actually used anything you've learned from a podcast? I'm sure I have. <laughs> Just you lose track after a while, yes, don't you? Yes, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So, and and John, how about you? What kind of work do you do? I think it's taxation, estate right. planning. Right. So I do tax and estate planning. Essentially, I help individuals with their kind of personal planning issues. Uh, I stay out of the courtroom. I leave that to people who enjoy being there. But I look at podcasts as a way to get much more information from more sources. There's no way I can go out and find all this information. And it's great to find practice resources for someone like me who just went out on my own. I can get, you know, from Jared Correa, from Lawyerist Podcast, from New Solo, just all these new ideas, some of which will stick, others won't. But even if they don't stick, I can at least know what's out there and get some more ideas about what I can do to make my practice better. 
Can you think of something practical you've taken away from a podcast? Where do I even start? Uh, oh, just wow. The okay. thought of how can I focus more of my time on the real value that I bill? It's come across in a number of the podcasts in a number of episodes. You know, my highest and best use as a lawyer does not include me doing bookkeeping, does not include me answering the initial phone call. You know, how can I get that kind of lower level work outsourced so that it, I can focus on the higher level work where I'm delivering better value to my clients? How about you, Teresa? Would you... Would you agree with that assessment? Yes, um, you know, I, I, I learned uh, so much. One of the areas that I'm particularly interested in is artificial intelligence and blockchain and sure. how that might impact uh, family law. So um, whenever I go through my podcast directory and I see specific episodes about those two areas, you know, I, I make sure that I put those to the top of the list, listen to those first. Wow, okay, so now, you know, here at the State Bar of Texas, as of this taping, we launched our podcast just a couple of days before. And so we're, it's, it's interesting to hear you guys say this. We do have a lot of content on, on artificial intelligence and, and different practice management solutions. When do you guys actually get time to listen to a podcast? Because, you know, as lawyers, we tend to bill by the hour or even if it's flat fee, we're trying to get as much work out as we possibly can. When are you making time for this? So for me, um, because I've got it on my phone, I can listen to it in the car. I sync it up to Bluetooth. It's coming through the speakers while I'm driving. I've got headphones that are Bluetooth. So when I go for runs or I'm working out, I can be listening there. You know, just a few minutes here or there, you can still kind of peel off episodes um, and just kind of whittle down what you've got. And I look at it as something where I'm not trying to pay attention to every last thing that's coming out of the podcast. I'm looking for, you know, kind of having it as background you know, I'll focus in when something grabs my attention or if it's a particular episode, I can listen to it right then and pay more attention. But it's also great to just have these things kind of drip into your head. I have a lot of legal practice podcasts, but they're just kind of art and design podcasts that I listen to or, you know, some of the stories where I'm just getting other things. And it just it can serve as kind of music and background noise for when you're doing other things. How about you, yeah. Teresa? So pretty much the same, but I also listen to them on long drives. And in fact, if you look at my Twitter stream, I talk about that. I'm getting in the car for a five-hour drive, and I'm loaded up with podcasts. But um, do you have selfies? You've got to have the selfies if you're going to talk about what you're doing. Well, uh, no, I don't have the selfies, but... We're going to have to add the selfies. <laughs> so see, sitting and being part of the podcast, you've yeah. learned about the selfie part about tweeting about your podcast. Well, yeah, well, I do tweet about the podcast. We're coming and, full circle. Yeah. We're coming so, full sphere, actually. You know, I love to, to get in the car for a long drive and be loaded up with podcasts. But other than that, knocking a bunch of them out at one time with a long drive, I listen to them in the morning when I'm getting ready for work. When I take the light rail, I'll listen to them on the light rail or uh, the short drive I have to the office or if I'm, you know, uh, driving out for an appointment or a deposition or so I fit them in when it's not a long drive. And, you know, the only problem with a long drive is I find myself having to sometimes hit the repeat like, you, know, sure. um, you know, if go back 10 seconds, I miss something. Say. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I guess it sounds like you're finding these to be stress relievers. Are they, you know, are you getting enjoyment out of them? Is it purely a work type 
relationship you have with the podcast? For me, it's work. Like there was one I'm thinking about um, in particular about Excel spreadsheets. And I'm thinking that might have been one that Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway did. I, I could be wrong about that. But, you know, it was kind of stressful. I was listening in the car and I wanted to take notes. So, mm. uh, you know, when you said stress relief, you know, um, or release, uh, you know, for me, I do. I use them for tips and practice management. So not so much for pleasure. <laughs> See, I do both. I mean, I have the podcasts I listen to where it has nothing to do with practice. It is all about what else can I kind of learn about arts and culture. I was this morning when I was getting ready, I was listening to a podcast from the guys at Wisecrack and they do movie and uh, culture analysis. So they were talking about what they liked about uh, the new Avengers movie. Before that, my one of my deep dive podcasts on Westworld because we're almost done with season two. You know, people who have watched it two or three times, each episode two or three times, they're picking out like, oh, did, this relates back to episode uh, three in season one. Did you notice this? Oh, no, I had no idea. And I don't necessarily, you know, go and take that anywhere else, but it does help enhance the fun stuff I'm watching on TV. So it's a mix of both, you know, the fun of that as well as work stuff where I'm learning how to run my practice that much better. What role do, like, TV and music play in all this? I mean, when you're driving, do you kind of switch back and forth between, here's a song, I'll listen to the radio for a while, I'll put on some music, and then I'll go back to a podcast? Do you do you prefer podcasts over those other entertainment forms? I mean, what's... Well, you know, for me at the gym, it's a struggle. So when I do go um, to the gym, so I get a better workout, I think, um, when I'm sometimes listening to music. Um, mm-hmm. But... You know, it's an internal struggle I have with, I really want to listen to a podcast, but uh, maybe the, the music will, you know, help me get help in. Help get that rhythm. Yes. So sometimes I start with music and then I switch over once I've got my, you know, heart rate up. Then for, I, for the State Bar podcast, would it help if I sang more? Would that would that kind of get people to li- tune in when they're working out? Yeah, yeah. You know, it depends what you're singing, you know. And how I was singing. Right. right. Maybe my singing would be such that it'll get them to run faster. Because they're hoping that they might be right. able to escape my voice. Could be. It could, it, yeah. We're on to something. See, we're, we're learning new stuff every day. This is innovative. Uh-huh. So, and John, how about you? For the drive to and from work, I'm generally just throwing on podcasts. I find it's calming when I have to deal with Houston traffic. So I don't want to get upbeat from oh, music. That's an interesting uh, point. Okay. It, it, it's, it's more calming and for the drive to the office. I don't want to be too energetic to get... in traffic is right, what you're saying. Okay, right. that makes sense. Oh. And so then you listen to something that maybe kind of takes you away from all that. Right. It's just something to think about other than dealing in traffic. Uh, when I work out, when I'm going for long runs, I will be listening to podcasts because it's a good time to just kind of sit and look around at what's going by as well as what these people are talking about. To what extent has engaging with podcasts made you better lawyers? I'd be hard-pressed to find, oh, this is it. You know, here is one concrete thing. It's just the little ideas you get about how you can do things better. That's it, I think. You know, it energizes me, you know. Um, So when I hear a podcast, um, it makes me want to go further, take action, do something better, look at the app I've learned about or read the book that someone has mentioned or check out, you know, someone's website further. Recently, there were some podcasts that were talking about sandboxes for um, experimenting with blockchain and artificial intelligence. And that's something that's, you know, I've jotted it down and I want to do it. So it's something, you know, actually, sometimes podcasts just add to my to-do list. 
right? I mean, so. I, I would just kind of thinking uh, while you were talking, one of the things podcasts do is it allows you to plug into, you know, another network or tribe of something, uh, you know, people who are already thinking like you are, you know, especially for some of the legal podcasts, the people who are thinking about how their uh, practice works and how they're making it better, like Teresa and I are, it's helpful to know that they're are other people out there who are doing the same thing, who are thinking about how do I make this better, not how do I practice law like it's still 1984? Yeah, actually, they've already done the work for me sometimes. You know, that's the nice thing. So rather than having to go and learn about it, you know, on my own to do a deep dive, they've done the heavy lifting, you know, for me. Have you ever reached out to a podcast guest and said, hey, I want to follow up on what you talked about? Can you answer some questions? You guys ever done that? I have done that several times. You know, I think I've followed people like on Twitter, like you know? like in their cars, like <laughs> like a, like a well, stalking kind of thing. That'd be you know, it might come to that, but right now it's just through Twitter. You know, <laughs> how's the produce yeah. section? Enjoyed your podcast? Yeah. No, no, no. Don't get those apples. Get the ones on the next aisle over. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Avocados are not in season right now. Put those down. <laughs> and those are helpful tips for the podcaster. Sometimes you got to give. I'm there back. for them. Yes, you got to give back. Very important. All right, so so you've contacted and you've, Teresa, have maybe not quite yet. Right, yeah. Just um, reach out on Twitter and, you know, I, I listened to a podcast, one of the Kennedy Mile podcasts that they did about LinkedIn and running some contests about, you know, trying to get contacts mm-hmm. um, through LinkedIn. And I, I don't think I, I want to. They said, if you friend us on LinkedIn or send us an invite, we will accept you. So I'm going to, I took them at their word and I've got to extend an invitation and I hope that they will accept me into their network. <laughs> so maybe we could do like a little drawing. We could be like, you know, win a date with Kennedy Mile. It'd be <laughs> Well, I think they're married. <laughs> well, it could be a lunch date. Oh, okay. I mean, I, get, yeah. get your mind out of the gutter. Look at this. This is a family podcast. <laughs> now, guys, if anybody has a question or they want to find out more about how to effectively use podcasts in their practice and how to get the most out of it, how do they get a hold of you? Is there a good way for them to contact you? Well, I can be found at my website, strohmeyerlaw.com, S-T-R-O-H-M-E-Y-E-R, law. And I'm also on Twitter at John the Lawyer. John the Lawyer, I like that. This yeah. is yeah, Got this, in early. Yeah. You're an early adopter. I'm, I'm getting the sense of just about everything. This is good. Yes, yes. Well, my email is um, tjwaldrop at waldroplaw.com. My website is waldroplaw.com. I also run a Facebook group called Houston Family Law on Facebook. Not divorce law, Houston Family Law. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, not, not divorce law. <laughs> and I also run a online no obligation book club, a Houston Family Law oh, interesting. online no obligation book club. It's a book club you can read ahead, fall behind. It, it fits your are these, lifestyle. Are these legal books or are these any kinds of books? Well, actually, one of the books I learned about through one of Sharon Nelson's um, podcasts. Oh. Yeah. So the book club right now is reading Locked Down. And that's a book that I heard about through the podcast. But they're not necessarily legal books. You can have other no 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 okay. they're all legal the first oh, one legal. yeah so this so is like a legal book club yeah it's six books a year you okay. know one every two months we don't want to be too ambitious and um the first one we read was oh gosh um by dr warshak 
uh, divorce poison. So that was, wow. yeah, okay. that was directly related to my practice. But lockdown is for, for all lawyers. Very interesting. Well, maybe we'll have to have you back, Teresa, to talk about some of the books and, and what uh-huh. you guys have, have discovered about the legal books. So maybe we're going to have to have we're going to have to have a follow-up date with the State Bar of Texas podcast for you. Okay. This, this sounds interesting. John, Teresa, thank you both for, for being here and sharing your insights about what, how we can be better lawyers by using podcasts. This is fascinating. Thank you both. Happy to help. Thanks for having us, Rob. Yes, yes, it was fun. It was fun. You guys were absolutely amazing. And I want to thank you for listening. This was a lot of fun. I want to thank you for joining us on this ride. This has been another fantastic episode of the State Bar of Texas podcast. I want to thank our friends at Legal Talk Network. Find out more about us at LegalTalkNetwork.com. You can also engage with us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, give us a rating. You can also find us on Google Play, on your favorite podcast app. You know, as you go through this journey of podcasting, we want to thank you for joining us on this journey at the State Bar of Texas podcast, because after all, life is a journey. So thank you for tuning in. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Go to texasbar.com slash podcasts. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts and RSS. Find both the State Bar of Texas and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or download the free app from Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, the State Bar of Texas, Legal Talk Network, or their respective officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.